it is still frustratingly uh, difficult for me to get this going in the mornings. I, I don't know why I fumble so much. I'm trying to make this uh, show a little, a little more, like I said, conversational and easier for me to do, not feel so like pressured for specific news coverage. Hence, yesterday's awkward Final Fantasy 12 is better than Final Fantasy 16. Not meant to be like a deep dive into it, although I, I have thought about doing a, a more thorough 16 video uh in the future but more of a uh just my thoughts quick thoughts because i don't didn't really have too much else to talk about and uh uh gaming is a medium with many genres and and fantasy is one of those and uh hmm, there there we go genre verse cup of genre you see how that works let's get started hello everybody welcome back to the uh daily cup of genre at least three times in a row daily cup of genre here on the genreverse youtube channel and genreverse podcast network available on all of your favorite podcast apps such as spotify and apple we do a lot of good listens downloads on apple so if you don't mind if you're listening to us uh leave us a review that would be great five stars if we do earn five stars uh or whatever you know just put it in there help us out and uh we appreciate the feedback and of course if you are watching us on the youtube channel one of the best ways to consume all of our content because we have a lot of uh reactions that don't go up on podcast because uh that would just be kind of weird um but yeah all of the podcasts do go up on the youtube channel as long as long as as well as reactions uh anime reactions trailer reactions we're starting to do some shorts i've done a few this one is really funny the the home alone case was broken it needed a new home i i highly suggest you check that out it was a lot of fun to do uh and all of that was purposefully just to dig at uh uh former editor-in-chief of lrmonline.com where you can go every day for entertainment news needs opinions celebrity interviews and more uh former editor-in-chief joseph jammer medina i wanted to make a joke uh and kind of dig at him and I'm, I made this video that becomes that short. Uh, you can see the unedited version, uh, full version of it in our Discord. Uh, link in the description box below. I think it's in the uh, general chat room uh, of our Discord. So yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, did I say I'm Kyle? I don't know. My name's on the screen and on so much stuff. It's I often forget to introduce myself. Um, I, now that I'm thinking about that, I don't think I, I say I'm kyle very much anymore on on at least not on daily cog i do on avr avr squared what are we doing around lr around lrmonline.com because you know we do cover everything like i said hoity-toity stuff geek pop culture um comics tabletop game gaming even like you name it we cover it uh not gonna go into uh these uh stories deep today just show you guys a little bit about what we got going on besides getting the podcast and and whatnot available here as well uh what to watch this weekend recommendations those usually come from uh fox troilo uh good guy uh he's recommending uh uh wonka this weekend you can go read why uh things about dune things about the mcu well not really maybe who knows uh wakanda is getting an animated uh series coming to uh disney plus uh eyes of wakanda um no idea if this is replacing the um uh live action series that was announced a while ago but the kind of um excuse me 
Ooh, excuse me. The synopsis for Eyes of Wakanda reads, uh, Throughout Wakandan history, brave warriors have been tasked to travel the world retrieving dangerous vibranium artifacts. This is their story. Sounds like it could be like a uh, um, anthology type piece, like a, like a what if. And this announcement came, uh, speaking of what if, came during a premiere for what if season two, which I don't remember if that dropped recently or is about to to drop when is when is when is that uh what if season two because you're getting like one episode a day um every day starting on the 22nd there you go so 22nd through the 30th um you get what if uh season two anyways another thing you can find there dune i still i am sorry don't yell at me i've still not watched dune uh part one dune um but part two's third trailer is out this is just a sample of some of the stuff that you guys can of course get at lrmonline.com uh let's talk about some sad news uh andre brower has died uh, star of Homicide, Life on the Street in Brooklyn, 99, a show my wife and I, Christine, uh, love this, love Brooklyn 99. Um, he passed away, 61 years old, uh, really sad. A lot of talent was also in Glory, if I'm not mistaken. That was his, his first movie, um, had won awards, you know, I've seen him, of course, in shows. I've seen him in in movies, um, uh, including Glory. Um, but I I know him most from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, I can't recommend that show enough. Um, it's sad what happened to Brooklyn Nine Nine in 2020, and and what happened with the uh, eighth season, which I couldn't even finish, and it wasn't it wasn't even. Uh, the changes that we had had seen, although some of them were frustrating, it was not wanting to see it all fall apart and just kind of remember it through season uh, seven. It was a show that managed to comment on all of the social things that people like to see commented on without being overbearing or... I don't want to say going too far because that's that's not the right phrase, but I, I guess over overbearing or too too blunt, not not having enough uh, not having enough respect for the audience's uh, intelligence, and I think they handled everything from racial issues to LGBT issues to police issues well. But how dare you have police look good and and. 2020 so and that comes as cities that once touted defunding police have now refunded police i mean it's sad what happened uh not as sad as the uh um as uh sad as losing andre brower uh captain holt uh but still uh feelings conversation right it's awkward, man. I, I don't like talking about death when I, when I, uh, when I don't have anything against the person. <laughs> it sounds messed up. It's just, just me kind of joking. Um, if you ever watch our, uh, anime reactions, you'll see that I often do use very dark and inappropriate humor. 
uh, to cut through tension. So we got to talk about another death. <laughs> See. <laughs> anyways, uh, any anyways, let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, E3's dead. No human, no person is is dead. Um, reading from the Washington Post, they quote uh, uh, an official statement from the ESA Entertainment Software Association after more than two decades of hosting an event that is served as a central showcase for the U.S. and global video game industry, uh, ESA decided to bring E3 to a close. Uh, they're quoting Stanley Pierre-Louis, or Louis, <laughs> Stanley Pierre-Louis, uh, president and CEO of uh, the nonprofit trade, uh, the ESA. Um, they said, we know the entire industry, players and creators alike have a lot of passion for e3 we share that passion we know it's uh difficult to say goodbye to such a beloved event but it's the right thing to do given the new opportunities our industry has to reach fans and partners and those new opportunities are sony state of play nintendo what do they call their thing again i forget um but nintendo has has their things as well this is the uh, joys of, of brain damage, guys, and, and I've already been frazzled and had to make several cuts and stuff uh, to this episode, so forgive me. Um, Direct! Nintendo Direct. It's actually, it wasn't even, uh, <laughs> it wasn't even the name of it, but right here, Nintendo paved the way for creating the Direct, and it's like, oh yeah, Nintendo Direct, and uh, State of Play, and others. Um, that's what did it, and, and... It, it's uh it makes sense it takes a lot of money to go set up a convention um e3 was one of those man that just always seemed unattainable uh comic cons seem more attainable anime uh conventions seem more attainable but e3 man it just felt like i could never ever get to that one and um that sucked and i'm i'm wondering if the i'm wondering if the hybrid because because e3 came about because ces no longer really felt like a home for video games um they wanted more interaction but uh with with both press and consumers but e3 really just became very very heavy with the with the press and um it it was harder and harder for consumers but it's more expensive for the uh to showcase all the stuff if you don't have things to sell you know you're you want to showcase all this you're not getting as many opportunities and i know there's they're selling booths but it's not quite like uh it's not quite like when marvel uh when show uh showcase uh not showcase um uh sideshow showcase goes and brings things to a convention and they set up and they can sell things right then and there uh gaming companies I, I mean how many of you would buy your copy of the game at the at the convention you know what i'm saying sure they've got shirts and other other merch but it's expensive to set all that up um it's a weird one and and with the with the studios especially studios being bought up by the big uh uh console companies nintendo microsoft and sony it just doesn't make sense for them to go 
pay a bunch of money to set up a big uh, in-person event when they can host something smaller, maybe still somewhat in-person, if not all digital, and give us, the consumers, what we want, which is footage, uh, given what we saw with the the Game Awards this year. I think only like 15% of screen time was dedicated to uh, actual uh, uh, awards, and that's insane and, and awful. But it's a testament to what people want, which is a look at what's coming next, not so much about what has uh, come before, unless it's... Um, Fox and Marvel, uh, Fox and Sony Marvel properties you want to see in the MCU again, you awful, awful nostalgia uh, addicts. Um, E3, here, here's to you, I guess. I, I fear for other, I fear for other conventions though, I really do. Um, I've mentioned this on, on episodes, uh, of daily cog before Manny and I former co-hosts here used to, uh, talk about it as, as well. Um, conventions are, are at risk. Uh, we saw a lot of people pull out of San Diego this year, New York, not as, as big as it once was. Um, studios are deciding, you know, it's just not worth it to drag all the stuff down there and and what i'm what i'm hoping happens with that an anime expo sure as hell didn't seem like that and that that place was was packed last year you guys can actually find uh videos of our trip to uh ax this past summer uh here on the genreverse youtube channel as i try to scroll down somewhere towards the summer uh there you go we did a uh, travel vlog, uh, the panel that we had there. And there's some, um, videos on, on live anyways, uh, with, with studios, not doing things at San Diego, doing less in New York, WonderCon, not even getting the love from DC that it, that it used to, it seems, uh, I'm wondering if comic conventions, San Diego and New York specifically go back to more of their roots, you know, where there's more of a focus on, uh, artists alley exhibitors, like individual exhibitors, um, people bringing, you know, collectibles and rarities to, to buy, sell and trade, um, more focus on comics. Um, I'm wondering if that'll happen and if it'll make the convention experience more, uh, accessible again. Or will you see anime and gaming step into fill in in the cracks? And I don't mean gaming as in uh, like making it as big as E3, but everything, tabletop, trading card games, um, companies that might not be gaming studios, but are um, peripheral manufacturers and um, leagues like, uh, esports, seeing esports, that type of gaming, uh, increase filling in the, uh, space left by major studios. Uh, and that provides more interaction for, for fans. You know what I'm saying? That provides fans more things to, uh, more things to do. Um, sorry, my cat jumped in my lap and I'm looking at her cute face. You awful being She's more raccoon than she is cat. I swear. Say hi. All right. Um, so yeah, man, I, I, I don't know if, uh, E3 will, you know, the brand can always be sold, picked up again, started 
up by someone else. Um, I, I would say go out and support conventions whenever you can though local ones if you have like a galaxy con that comes by if you have a if you live near some of the bigger ones even make sure you go go support those things even if it's just for a day it's a it's quite the experience man i remember my my first time at san diego in in 08 uh walking in on on preview night to the to the exhibit hall floor and being so overwhelmed as literally everything i had ever loved including my wife <laughs> and our husbando brian was there uh for for uavr fans um we're all in in one room right essentially like everything from comics to star wars video games lego i mean everything anime i don't know if i said that why oh man my focus went way bad how long has my focus been out oh was it what was it with the cat but yeah everything that i loved was in in one room and that was that was pretty overwhelming and and awesome and i highly suggest everyone uh check it out once as well as i'm shutting this down because man it is gonna be awful to edit and the whole point of this was to make it easier on me subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on your favorite podcast apps uh check out the merch link in the description box down below and of course lrmonline.com every day all entertainment news needs opinions celebrity interviews and more i've been kyle that was saris i am